Lo, lo. Oh, no wonder why. Durr. Expertism is lyricism.
special shout out to uh, to KRS One and Channel Live. A couple uh, album album back in '94, and uh, I think they did one in '93 and '90 in early 2000s. I haven't seen them around in a long time, but uh, that's on my playlist. It's KRS One. He's like probably the Boogie Down Productions uh, criminal minded is one of the first you know tapes I listened to albums, but it was on cassette tape back in those days. That was like one of the first in uh, publication, uh, public enemy nation of millions holds back. And prior to that was BC Boys licensed the ill and cheap thrills and Roxanne Roxanne. Uh, all those tracks, breakdancing uh, in late 70s and early 80s on fucking cardboard, man. Like, you know, it was pretty insane. Um, great friggin' uh, <laughs> UFC 286. England. Let's go over this. Pretty fucking good. Pretty good. This is the prelims right here. Let me see. Goes away. Oh, damn it. All right, that's okay. We'll just go right here. So I was uh, seven and eight uh, on my picks, but I picked the main event right, picked the co main event right, which I almost always freaking do. It's easy for me to do because uh, you kind of know who's fighting, you kind of know who's hungrier. I know who's already been there. Usman, you have nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, great job, Edwards. You know, honestly, like, great job. All right, let me see. Uh, Jack Shaw, great job, dude. You moved up a weight class. You look like you're comfortable there. You got to uh, start training year-round, kid, and, and uh, make, a, make, a, make a, you know, be a legacy fighter for the rest of your life because you got the heart. You're a tough kid. You do a really good job out there, kid. Uh, that was the first time I've watched you live. I've seen your fights. That's the first time I've seen you live. Uh, or maybe I've seen you live before. I just forget. But that was the first time I re really was focusing on you. All right, so the first uh, fight was... Uh, why, don't, why don't they have their whole names on the fucking... Juliana Miller... Unanimous decision. Uh, Veronica Hardy uh, won that fight. Unanimous decision. 27, 30-27, 30-27, 30-27. Um, I'd say that's probably accurate for that. There were some fights that were questionable, in my opinion. There were some fights. Uh, we had 10 fighters um, in this um, on this card that would making their USC de debuts, not just from the Dana White Contender Series and the uh, you know in the Apex and um, or wherever they hold that and uh, it's in Vegas and uh, you know there's ten ten fighters that are going there in front of all twenty thousand screaming friggin' UK fans. That's really fucking loud. You know what I mean? That's like going to Madison Square Garden. That's like coming here to Boston with fucking thirty thousand fucking. Uh, Sad. Everyone's like every other country, this and that. What America, man? What do you think there ain't? We have like places that have been like, uh, you know, uh, legendary fights have have taken place in, uh, you know, Vegas, uh, New York, even the Boston Garden, the old Boston Garden, and uh, I'm still holding. 
there's still fights every single friggin' week in, in all kinds of places, especially around here. In America, there's fights all the time. Obscure uh, promotions, trying to make it big, you know? A not easy thing to do is run a, a promotion and make money from it, you know what I mean? Make a lot of money. So, we'll see what happens. So anyways, yeah, uh, I apologize to anyone out there if uh, with the tech, with the audio, anything. Like, you gotta remember, I'm still learning. It's only gonna get better. You'll see, like, I can't give you an exact day. All I know is every day I'm trying to do this better and better and better. That's all I know. And then we had this, uh, let's see, uh, then we had Patterson versus uh, Ashmov. Ashmov just friggin', he just went off, hold on. You had this all messed up, friggin'. Uh, yeah, they had this all messed up. Here's a little advice to any of you newer creators out there. Make sure all your, where you get your fight results and everything from, shout out to uh, Tapology and ESPN and uh, Fight Pass. But, just make sure they have it uh, in the same order that you have it on your screen. So I'm just going to go with the way they have it. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, hold on. So they, I guess they did it like this. Early prelims. Okay, so uh, Miller versus Hardy. Hardy won that unanimous decision. 30-27, 30-27, 30-27. And we had Santos. See, mine is different than this one, people. So just bear with me for one sec. No, I'll just go with the what's on the screen. So I'll just find it. Doesn't matter. They're right here. They're right in front of me. So Klein Herbert. So Klein Herbert ends in a draw majority. Um. It probably could have been a drawer, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's got to be real damn close to be a draw. And I'm looking at the numbers here 96. Total amount. Uh, significant strikes 43 out of 90 for Herbert, 47 out of 97 for Klein. Total strikes, 96 out of 168 for Herbert, 78 out of 132 for Klein. All right, so that means Herbert, through 20-plus, almost 30 more uh, total uh, strikes. 15 out, of, uh, 15 out of 59 to the head for Herbert. I just want to see how close this is, that's all. I watched it. 30 out of 75 to the head for Klein. Herbert to the body. 17 out of 19. 11 out of 15 for Klein. Legs. 11 out of 12 for Herbert. 6 out of 7 for Klein. So that makes up for the head. 
the double the amount of headshots for uh, Klein. Uh, Herbert made up for it from the body and legs. Okay, so that's kind of equaled out. All right. Control on the ground, 254. So three minutes, round up to three minutes. Control, uh, 314 for Klein. So, yeah, pretty close. Takedowns, one out of three for Herbert. Two out of three for Klein. Submission attempts, zero, zero. Pizza with nothing. So, pretty close fight. Pretty close fight. Pretty close fight. So, majority draw. So, that's a push for all you gamblers out there. All right? That's just no one wins. No one wins. I don't know if you have to pay the uh, the juice on that. I forget. I only do football. But I do have uh, somebody that will take all your, uh, all your uh, MMA or boxing picks. Klein and Herbert, so who's next on topology list? Uh, Gordon, who came in overweight. Gordon, and this is the reason you lost, Gordon. But I don't know, you know, if you came in on a couple days notice. I, I forget. I really do. I'm just being honest. I, I can't lie. All right, Gordon, so here we go. So KO... TKO uh, round one, 101 of round one. Hadley versus Malcolm X Gordon. Malcolm X Gordon. I mean, oh, that's a big name to live up to, Malcolm X Gordon. And Jake Hadley. Jake Hadley, good job. Uh, really technically sound in there, keeping your distance, waiting for the right time to attack. And uh, significant strikes, 10 out of 21, 3 out of 15 for uh, Gordon. And, uh, yeah, just uh, a really quick friggin' knockout mechanism. Bang, 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 bang. Out cold. 14 and 7 now for uh, Malcolm X Gordon. And, uh... Jake Hadley is now 10 and 1. Was 9 and 1. Not bad, Jack Hadley. Uh, Gordon, just, uh, you're a, you're, a, um, you're a technically sound fighter. And I've seen you fight some pretty damn good fights. Uh, you know, hey, if you're going through some shit in your life, I, I'm sorry to hear it. You know, uh, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Obviously, you want tough ones because you're in that fucking octagon. So. If you can handle that octagon, you can handle anything. You just, you know, you know, fear, fear itself. Once you face your fears, you realize, what the fuck was I fearing that for? You know what I mean? Honestly, it's really the truth. Just face your fears. I'm sorry, people. I've been sick for fucking about a month or two. Like, fucking just on and off. Fucking, ugh. All right, next fight on this one. Hallie, I got you out of the way. And then we got Duncan. Oh, this is a horrible fucking, uh, horrible, uh, knee, knee problem. He twisted Dusko, Todorovic, uh, you know, horrible fucking knee injury. Uh, it doesn't look as bad as others I've seen, but... We don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. All I know is knees are fucking a motherfucker. It's just like wrists. It's just like ankles. It's just like, uh, from what I hear, handbrakes. 
you know, it's always something uh, you're going to use, you know, your knees, you're always going to be walking. So, you know, I hope you uh, have a speedy recovery. Um, Dusko, Todorovic, and uh, Duncan, great fight. I mean, you look ready. Cage Warriors uh, champ. Oh, boy, 8-0. Uh, now you're 8-0. You know, stick with it, dude. Stick with it. Keep doing what you're doing, Christian Duncan, because uh, you definitely have what it takes to uh, become a champion uh, like you were in Cage Warriors. Uh, I see you won two championships there. Or you uh, defended the title, won the title and defended it uh, there. I'm pretty sure. Denotes a title fight, yes. I think you won two different titles. But anyways, yeah, good fight, brother. Good fight. Speedy recovery. For, for the man with the knee injury, man, that was horrible. Dusko, I hope you get better soon. Pal, listen to your uh, doctors, because believe it or not, I always uh, question any everything in life, so that's just me. But definitely get a second and third opinion unless you know your doctor is uh, for real. <laughs> Just because they're a doctor doesn't mean they're a, a decent human being. You know what I mean? Halle uh, and Gordon. Where are we now? Halle and Gordon. No. Duncan. Okay. Maxwell. Yeah. Murphy. Split decision, featherweight. Leon Murphy versus Gabriel Santos. Santos, you're doing really well. Um, definitely a great fighter. Uh, this could have went either way, kinda, but Murphy, I think, did enough. This kid was shot in the face, Murphy, when he was young. Then he was in a coma for two days, I think, from a, a car accident. This guy's cheated death uh, a few times in his life. Uh, I definitely know something about that. Good job, uh, Murphy. And uh, Santos, keep at it. You're a great fighter. You had to Just because that one loss, don't worry about that. You got five losses and go on a 10-fight winning streak again and uh, kill it. You know what I mean? So don't worry about that. Just back to the drawing board, uh, Santos. Good job, Murphy. I'm glad you uh, survived uh, to thrive, brother. Murphy, Mohammed, oh, this kid right here, oh my God. So, Mohammed Makhlov, Mokabev, Mokaev, Mokai, Mokaev, Mokaev. I'm sorry if I'm hacking your name, dude. But uh, you're fucking damn fucking good, kid. You're damn good. You are damn fucking good. Let me see here. Yeah, you were in a, uh, you were in an ankle lock, and you fought that ankle lock lock off. And uh, Filio, uh, you 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 uh, crawled yourself out of a lot of shit. You, you know, a lot of uh, submission attempts. You did really well to the end. And, um, you know, 
Muhammad is uh, Mokayev is a, is just a savage. And imagine when he gets his man strength. Imagine when he gets he's still young. You know what I mean? Imagine when he gets that man strength. Like how good he's gonna be because he's already really really good. I mean, how old is he? Twenty two years old. I mean, dude. You're almost 23, so, yeah, your, your future is very bad. Filio, your, Filio, Filio, uh, excuse me, Filio, very tough, very skilled, stick with it, definitely stick with it. Neck crank, uh, submission, I'm sorry, that was a submission, uh, neck crank, so, Makayev got out of a fucking uh, ankle lock that was in tight, didn't tap, got out of it, and then made fucking Philo tap. Philo tap. Uh, Philo fought out of a bunch of submissions. So what a great fight back and forth. Technique-wise, grappling-wise, just pretty good. Really freaking good. The transitions, everything was smooth by both fighters. And uh, Muhammad uh, Makayev uh, shows there's levels to this shit. And uh, Filio, you're not far off, man. You know, just keep grinding, kid, because uh, great fighter. Great fighter. What's the next fight on? Yeah. These are all prelims, people, right here. I got the main card on the other thing. KO, Connell, left, ground strikes. Oh, yeah. So here's the fight. Here's the fight. So Patterson, I don't know if you're uh, you're like a welterweight or a middleweight, or if you're 220 pounds and you get down, you uh, cut down to 155. If you're trying to do that because you're length and your height and whatever, if that's the case, you're in the wrong division, dude. Way wrong division. But. If you're a natural 155er and you walk around at like 160 or one fucking, I don't know, 160, <laughs> like, then I can understand. But it seems hard for, it's hard for me to believe that you walk around at 155, 160, 165 tops, 170 tops. I don't know how the hell you're doing it. You have to be 200 pounds uh, before you cut weight uh, for a fight camp. If you're trying to do this to get a strength advantage and a reach advantage, well, you already have the reach. You just got to get uh, the fundamentals. I mean, you go to the UFC. I mean, uh, Ashmaz from Israel, man, like, that's the first guy I seen from Israel in the UFC just explode and finish somebody so fast and just literally like bang, 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 and then on the ground, bang, 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 bang. I'm like, damn, this guy, he knows exactly what he's doing. I loved it. I loved every minute. It was awesome. Great job, uh, Ash Mars. So now you're uh, eight, seven or eight and oh, or whatever, right? Or, or you seven and oh now? All right, so round one, 115 around one, KO, TKO is a KO. Uh, he knocked you out cold. Uh, round one, one fifteen, one fifteen around. One minute, one fifteen seconds. Round one. Patterson, 
if you're cutting that much weight to get down to 155 to have an advantage, well, you definitely just showed you don't have an advantage there. So, you know, look in the mirror and figure this out, kid, because uh, you were undefeated or you only had one loss on your record prior to this. So, you know, uh, just uh, figure things out, kid. You know, you did really good. I seen some fights, you know, from you. You do really good. Just think, uh, you're you're in the wrong weight division, honestly. That's just my opinion. I I could be wrong. I don't think I am though. Uh, Omar Morales. So we have a split decision. Duncan wins. Goes to ten and one. Morales loses uh, eleven and four. Judges at 30-27, uh, 29-28, 29-28. For the winner, lightweight final three rounds decision, split decision. Uh, ten and one goes to uh, Duncan. This is another Duncan on the fight card. There's, there's two Duncans on the fight card. The white Duncan and the black Duncan. You know, so Chris Duncan from uh, Scotland. So uh, I know that felt good, Chris. Got, uh, I know that felt good, like right in your home country, basically right there. And Omar Morales, a tough guy, man, but you can't get hit that much without moving your head and keeping your head off the center line. Like, this isn't gladiator, people. You guys got to understand that this is IQ fighting, man. Use your IQ. Use your fighting smarts. You know, talk to your, your coaches. If your coaches are telling you, oh, Take those punches. You got to take one to land one. Well, that's true to a certain extent, but you're not supposed to. You're supposed to be avoiding punches, head kicks, all that stuff. Protect yourself at all times. Move that head a little bit more and use some more defense, and your defense will open up your offense. Your offense will open up your defense at a lot of times. A lot of times, most times. Chris Duncan. Oh, I remember what I did. So, congratulations, uh, Chris Duncan split decision, 3027, 2928, 2928. Good job. Let me see, we got uh, one more. Yeah, and then I'll go over the card and show you how me pulsing uh, Kiwi did uh, on yesterday's Savage Inc. picks. But this is the main card. So there he is, Jack Shaw. Jack Shaw, rear naked choke, round two, 427. So moving up a weight class, I was wondering if it would hurt you or or make you better, Jack Shaw. I always knew you had heart. I always knew you were a tough kid. I'm, I'm proud of you, 17 and one now. And uh, start taking this a lot more serious, Jack Shaw, because uh, you're gonna have a lot more opportunities now. You better get ready, because people are gonna be calling you out. It's just, uh, you know, it's the way the UFC is, and it's the way it should be. People should be calling people out. Or you should be calling people out now, uh, Jack. Sure. Great job. I see what you do with a, a local guy here. Uh, 
from the Boston area. I see how nice and polite and such a class act you are to him on IG, Instagram, and uh, I think you're a, a really good role model for uh, people that look up to you and stuff because this kid looks look, looks up to you. Um, probably your number one fan. If I, if I like, if that's the way it looks to me. The way he talks about you and his, uh, the way he types about you is, yeah, and talks about you. Uh, you know, on the videos and stuff. But, but uh, yeah, great job, Jack Shaw. You have the heart of a lion, kid, and uh, keep it up. And, you know, stop being a little more aggressive in the first round. Download that data. Figure your, figure your opponent out if you haven't already figured them out on film. Because when you watch on film, it's totally different in the octagon. Any fighter will tell you that. You study film on a boxer, it's totally different in the ring, you know what I mean? So, but their tendencies are pretty much the same, though. They're probably much going to do the same. Because they know you studied their film, so they're going to maybe change things up a little bit. But they're always going to go, when they get tired and gets a little bit more into the fight second round, uh, that's when they start going back to their tendencies and leaning certain ways, and, you know, moving their heads certain ways or whatever. So just great job, Jack Shaw. I wonder... Uh, put you on this main card thing here because you were to fight right before the main card so great job you'll probably be fighting on the main card next time Americani you're, you're a tough kid man uh, you were doing really good you, what they call a front runner you know what I mean you gotta get your cardio right dude you know get your cardio right and uh, you know, protect yourself at all times learn from this loss you know what I mean but rear naked choke submission nothing you could do Americani I mean you're 17 and 9 you got a couple. You need to go on a three, four fight winning streak, uh, you know, to make a run. So really start, you know, be back at the gym uh, Monday if you're not too hurt. You know what I mean? Don't spar for a while. Just just train and learn and learn from other fighters too. You know what I mean? That you spar with at the gym. Jack Shaw, great job. I'll be looking out for you uh, even more. Americani, I'm gonna be watching you too, brother. Again. And for the main event, Marvin Vittori, unanimous decision versus Roman Delizzi. Uh, Delizzi, I thought I, I thought Delizzi won this fight. 29-28, 29, 29-28, 30, 27. That 30-27, I, I like to see that judge and talk to him and ask him where the fuck he come up with 30-27. Vittori, uh, really tough as nails guy. We all know that about him. I don't think Vittori is elite, elite, but he's fought the elite of the elite. So give him credit for that, you know. Uh, Vittori, I think uh, St. Patrick was looking out for you uh, today, a day later after St. Patty's Day, even though you're uh, Italian, but St. Patrick is a saint, you know. So us uh, Catholics, and I'm pretty sure you're Catholic over there in Italy, uh, we believe in all the saints. So, good job anyways. You know, I'm not a hater. I just didn't think you won that fight. Uh, decision unanimous. But to be fair, I didn't... Uh, I was watching it, but I was uh, going to get a nice coffee and doing other things. I think I was talking to my wife or my son or something about something. So, just to be fair, I got to go back and watch, you know, uh, one round, I think, or one and a half rounds. No, it was in, in between the second and third. So I'm going to have to go check out the third round again. But to be fair, 
to be fair, that's why the, the uh, Roman won. So unanimous decision for for Vittori. Climbs in 19, 6 and 1, 12 and 2 for Roman. And uh, not bad. Uh, pretty good fucking fight. You know, pretty good chin on fucking uh, Vittori. I'll tell you, that kid's got a chin. That's one thing Eval's got. And uh, Vittori, if you can find some defense, man, like, you're a pretty well rounded mixed martial artist. You could do really good if you uh, learn some defense and not trying to always show how tough you are and this and that. This uh, game, this fight game, is about making as much money as you can and getting the fuck out of it when your ego will allow you to or someone that cares and you respect and loves loves you and comes up and tells you you need to stop. You know, because you want to lead this fight game with your fucking... Uh, your faculties intact, you know, so to speak. Uh, so you're not talking... Uh, like I talk on here, like a fucking, you know, like a fucking, uh, uh, you know, uh, urban fucking city fucking crazy white boy, you know what I mean? And it's not even on purpose, people. It's just the way I'm used to talking. It's the way I talk my whole life. I do know how to talk sophisticated if I want to, but I don't choose to talk sophisticated unless... Uh, Unless I absolutely have to, unless I'm in front of kids or unless I'm trying to be very polite in front of people, you know what I mean? I'm I'm gonna talk nicely, you know what I mean? But it's not that I'm talking mean right now. I'm just being brutally honest and I'm not gonna pussyfoot and sugarcoat anything. You know what I mean? One thing you should know about me by now is I'm not trying to pretend, I'm not trying to fake anything. It definitely ain't happening with me. So uh, you're not gonna get that from me. If you're easily offended, well, this probably ain't the place for you. But if you know I'm not trying to hurt your feelings and you know I'm not trying to, uh, you know, offend anybody, you know, then you'll understand. I just come from a different place and a different time. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I just can't fake it. I cannot fake it. But I can be very nice. You know what I mean? I am a very nice person. Believe it or not, I'm a very nice person. I just can't sugarcoat anything. I have to tell it like it is. And if I don't tell it like it is, then I'm not giving you the truth. Oh, yeah, I just seen this. Holy moly, raviolis. Yep, I seen it. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I got you. Yeah, these mics are very touchy. The audio is important, people. I have to give people good audio that are listening on... Uh, podcast apps and uh, the audio is very important if the audio has been messed up sometimes I'm sorry uh, podcast listeners audio version I'm very sorry I apologize it will get better but I'm pretty sure it sounds pretty good Spotify Anchor uh, iTunes uh, all the podcast apps uh, YouTube all of them all the podcast apps, I think they kind of fine-tune your audio anyways for you automatically, or some people are nice enough just to do it for you if it sounds a little, you know, off. But we'll see what happens, you know what I mean? But it is doing very well, though. Uh, Jennifer Maya defeats uh, defeats Casey O'Neill. Uh, three rounds, unanimous decision. I thought this could have went either way. 
Here we go. So Jennifer Maya. Here's what the judges had. 30, 27, 29, 28, 29, 28. I can see the 29, 28. Some people seen it, you know, they thought it was uh, Jennifer Maya's fight. But if you looked at the uh, total total amount of significant strikes and everything, I'm pretty sure Casey O'Neill. As a matter of fact, I'm going to look real quick. Uh, 137 total significant strikes. 137 out of 264. 145 out of 349 for uh, Maya. So, yeah, Maya had more. Takedown, 0 out of 1 for O'Neill and 0 out of 4 for Maya. So, Maya was more active. Control, 123 for Maya, 0 for uh, O'Neill. So, yeah, I guess they got it right. They got it right. They did get it right. Congratulations, uh, Maya. Jennifer Maya, congratulations. And um, back to the draw, the drawing board, uh, Casey O'Neill. You did a, a fight a good fight, very competitive fight. Unanimous decision. Uh, congratulations, Miss Maya. Okay, we have Gunnar Nelson, looked very good. Uh, Barbarina, I hate to say this, brother, because you're a good dude. I know you're a good man. You're a family man, and you're a good father, good husband, all that good stuff. Here's a little, uh, I'm going to give you a little uh, education, brother, because I am older than you. And not just by one or two years, brother, all right? Shaving your head for your fight is not going to make you win your fight. It is not going to happen. And going to, uh, going to a, you know, England, a beautiful place, a historical place like England, and, um, Making a vacation out of it prior to the fight? Well, maybe you should do that after the fight. Concentrate on the fight. It'll look like you were lost in there. Gunnar Nelson or Gunnar Nelson just looked that much better. Gunnar Nelson, you did look good. Uh, you grappled really good, which I know you could do very well. And uh, you even threw strikes very, very well. And uh, it was good to see. I thought. Barbarina was going to do a lot better. I actually went with you, Barbarina. You were one of my losses. Out of the eight losses, seven and eight, you were one of the losses. But I did pick the co-main right, and I did pick the main event right, and that's the main thing. But uh, Barbarina, 18 and 10, you better go. You need like a three or four fight one streak, dude. All right, this ain't a part-time job. You need to keep training really hard. I don't know. You said you were wrestling this whole camp. He got you down the first time. You didn't get up once. So you better go to a better wrestling freaking school or something. Go down and see Triple C, uh, Henry Saludo. Because uh, he seems to help everyone with their wrestling. So whoever you went to, uh, you know, shame on, shame on that person. for, Or if you were just talking and you didn't even go. You know, who knows? But if you were working on your wrestling your old camp, you got you got uh, taken out, you couldn't even get up. Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, uh, you need some help there on your ground game. So final uh, submission armbar. Gunnar Nelson, that was great jiu-jitsu uh, transition from grappling to jiu-jitsu. And that's uh, why this is called mixed martial arts. Great job, Gunnar Nelson. Uh, 
Barbarina, I like you. I think you're a good man. I really do. Uh, it's time to go back to the drawing board, brother. You need a three, four, fight, one streak right now. You can't be a, a, you know, you need to be like, you know, you need to get over eight wins over losses after uh, 28 fights, you know, 18 and 10. It's not looking too good, dude. You got to go on a run. Gunnar Nelson, great fucking fight. Great fight. Good job. Round one, 451. Submission by Gunnar Nelson. I I don't know. I think Kiwi might have had that freaking pick. For some reason, I'm remembering Kiwi and and uh, Pulse. I think Pulse had a second round or something. Something like that, both of them. Go back uh, on yesterday's episode and check it out. And tell me if I'm wrong or right. I don't think I'm wrong. Uh, we'll, we'll go over it mon uh, Monday, me and Pulse. Uh, Kiwi is always welcome. Yeah, he knows that. Probably gonna make it mostly on uh, Savage Inc. picks uh, days. Me and uh, me and Kiwi both were seven and eight, and, and Pulse was nine and uh, six. So we're always gonna make you money. One of us. So this brings us to the co-main. Justin Gaethje, Justin Gaethje, Rafael Fazif. So let me get out of here. Let me get out of here. There's the man right there, John Bones Jones, the heavyweight champ, best man on the planet. Let me go here. I guess this is going to be this way. Let me see. Carolina, definitely you need to uh, get back to, uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's two fights in a row. Like, uh, he lost. You, you got to get on a winning streak there, there and uh, find yourself, you know, out you know, in that, you know, get in that flow. But, here we go with Justin Gaethje, who I knew was going to win this fight. Not, I didn't know for sure, obviously. None of us know for sure, all right? But everyone was on Fazeev, Fazeev, Fazeev. You go watch go watch Fazeev's last four fights or five fights. And go back and watch Gaethje's last four or five fights. Everyone was saying this, uh, this is Gaethje's hottest fight. Gaethje fought Khabib. Gaethje beat Ferguson when nobody could beat Ferguson. So, you know, pe people really got to uh, jump. And Fazeev, uh, your, your future is very bright. I'm not saying nothing. You're a great fighter, man. You really are. I just knew Gaethje uh, does not like to be disrespected like that. Uh, Michael Johnson found out the hot way, you know. Everyone knows that talks shit to Gaethje. He's going to go out there and smoke him. And when Gaethje's talking shit about another fighter without being provoked, well, that's when he loses, like with Charles Oliveira. But he's probably going to get that one back. And Dustin Poirier, too. I believe he beats both of them. 
That's just my opinion. I, I believe Gaethje, out of all the people in the top five, I believe he can stay there and he can win the belt. He already he won an interim belt off uh, of uh, Ferguson, who defended that thing 12 times, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Ferguson, another one of my favorites. That fight with Gaethje and Ferguson was insane. That was uh, April or May, right at the beginning of the shutdown. 2020. That was insane. One of the best fights I ever seen. In the in the top hundred fights of all time. In the UFC, maybe even the top ten. So yeah, I had Gaethje. I know a lot of other people at Russia MMA. A lot of people took Fazeev, and I understand why. You know what I mean? But uh, I just knew Gaethje. I'm like I watched. I watched all Gagey fights. I watched all Fazeev fights. You know, watched them all live. I never miss fights. Unless it's a family emergency or something, then I would have to miss and I'd have to watch the next day. But um, I knew Gagey was going to win this. I said Gagey and Edwards on yesterday's thing, uh, Savage Inc. picks on every Friday. And um, I just knew Gagey was going to win. And I had uh, Edwards too. Usman fought a great fight, got head kicked again, but he had his hand up, so it lessened the blow. But I know he was rocked from it. Edwards won this fight, in my opinion. Uh, he went in there and he did what he was supposed to do. He stayed on the ground. I mean, he stayed off the ground. And when he was on the ground, was not, you know, was getting up pretty damn quick. Uh, let me see the control time on the ground for uh, Usman because uh, five minutes and three seconds. But there wasn't a lot of damage. Out of 15 attempts, takedowns, he got four of them. Um, and that was where the five minutes came in. So you average that out a minute, to less than a minute each time. Less than a minute each time. Oh, I'm sorry, a little over a minute each time so a minute and 15 seconds each time uh, of ground control on those four takedowns out of 15 uh, significant strikes 120 landed for um, <laughs> the champ Leon Rocky Edwards and 87 out of 205 for Usman so the people that thought Usman won is because uh, you know he threw 45, 44 more strikes. But only 87 of them landed. 120 landed for, out of 161 significant strikes to Edwards. Edwards was doing a lot and uh, did very well. He elevated as a champ, elevated, uh, fought a lot better fight than he has in the first, second fights first. Uh, first, uh, Kamara Usman. Kamara Usman was a... Uh, class act as usual Edwards uh, became a class act again as you know again and uh, you have a right to be cocky uh, Leon Rocky Edwards you have a right to be uh, uh, conceited like people would say but you know what you tell them no I'm not conceited I'm convinced you have to have that mindset that you'll never lose and I got that mindset around 16, 17 years old, I knew I'd never lose a fight again in my life. And I never did. Not like I was losing fights left and right either. It's just, you know, as a kid, you're going to lose some fights. 
but I always fought. That's the main thing. And around 16, 17, I don't know, somewhere around there, I just had it in my mind that I'll never lose a fight to anybody. And that was the case. I never lost a fight to anybody. Drone men as a teenager and as a, in my 20s and 30s, whatever. I just never lost a fight. Never got a beaten. Never. I always gave the beatings. Never took one. And that's the truth, Ruth. Not just because it's my mother's last name. That's an old-fashioned quote. So great job, Edwards. Usman, you have nothing to be ashamed of. Um, we all know you're a elite fucking fighter. You've always been an elite fighter. And uh, just a great fucking 15-fight card in England at the O2 Arena. Shout out to the England fans out there. Gary Vandal Sandwich, my man. England, it was a good night for you guys. And uh, good job. Kiwi, I hope you hit that bet. And uh, Pulse, you fucking held it down for Savage Inc. picks this week. Even though I picked the co and uh, main event, you guys, I think you guys didn't. I think you guys both had, uh, had Usman and uh, Fazeev. There you go. There's my fighting fucking uh, knowledge, people. And I believe Kiwi and Pulse will give me that pr them props because I've been around a lot longer than both of them even though Kiwi is closer to my age. Uh, he, he's in his 40s. Um, I think uh, Pulse is in his late uh, 30s or 40s, one or the other. But both great men, uh, good friends. I consider them both good friends. And uh, I'm glad they both uh, join me, you know what I mean? And... Uh, it's just uh, Pulse is able to do it a little, little bit more. Um, you know, and we keep doing this together. We're only going to elevate all the time. We're only going to elevate all the time, people. I promise you. I'm only going to get better at this. I love doing this. I'm going to keep doing this. And, uh, you know, I've been sick the past month or whatever it's been. It's been a while. I've had this like virus or flu or whatever, going off and on, off and on, feeling like shit, you know, the past four, four years straight, um, I felt great every single friggin' day until about a month ago, you know, I, I was sick for like a week, and then once I felt uh, three, four, five days, I felt great, I was back to training again, and then it was just uh, every other day, you know, not feeling great, feeling better, and then I don't want to go train because I don't want to get sick again. I don't know if it's from overtraining for four straight years, training, you know, six days a week without stopping, you know. I don't know what it's from. I have no idea. I don't know if it's the Megatron virus, the friggin' uh, uh, Grandizer Go fucking virus uh, uh, strain. I don't know if it's the Guy King strain. I don't know if it's the Skyscream strain. I don't know if it's, if it's the Sith the Sith Lord, Darth Maul strain, or the fucking Darth Plagueis the Wise fucking strain. I have no idea. But I need you people to know out there, it's only going to be constant elevation. It's always going to be a team effort. And uh, you'll always see me here on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays. And if I'm not here, uh, it's going to be a, a very dire reason, 
reasoning. I'm sick right now, and I'm still putting this work in. I'm not even supposed to be on on Saturdays. But see, this is just me putting in that extra grind. That's one thing you'll know about me is um, haters make me greater. And I'll just work harder and harder and harder. And I don't give a fuck what people think. Only by my peers and the people across the world, the hardcores, and even the casuals. I just want to, you know, I want you guys to have somewhere to listen and know someone is, uh, is as passionate as you are about this fight game. Because I've always been passionate about the fight games. I've been a little kid. I always will be. Um, have a blessed Saturday. I hope everyone had a great St. Patrick's Day. What happens next with Gaethje? Uh, Brock Brown. What happens next with Gaethje? Don't think he's earned a title shot yet, but only fight open is Poirier, and I don't think either if I either want that fight at this point. Well, Brock Brown, um, it's a good question. Uh, Gaethje, I think, deserves a title shot. Not right now. He said it himself. He said one more fight, two more fights, he said. Get himself back in that, uh, you know, he is ranked third. We'll see what happens. Maybe he'll be ranked second after today. But uh, uh, it's not Poirier's, um, you know, decision. If, if they say, you know, you, you know, you got this fight, Gaethje, if you don't fight Gaethje, who you beat prior, right? And uh, I believe Gaethje will beat you. Uh, I think it would be, you know, a five out of out of ten fights. It would be a five out of five. Uh, Brock, I think they're both uh, pretty good. I think Gaethje. Um, I think Gaethje beats Poirier. Poirier, Poirier, and, and and both of them are set. Both of them put their money into good things, businesses. Poirier got his hot sauce business doing very well. Uh, Gaethje wants that belt. So does Poirier. Poirier had two, three times, uh, two, three chances at it, from what I remember. And uh, Gaethje's only had one shot at it. He won the interim, and then he had a shot at Khabib. And uh, Khabib, <laughs> even Khabib said Gaethje hit him the hardest, was the hardest leg kicks. The hottest punches. Uh, so Gaethje was fighting gun-shy in that fight versus Khabib. If he was more loose, uh, Gaethje might have uh, won that fight, you know. But uh, I think Khabib did that for his father and for his mother. Khabib is such a you know, honorable, dignified, hard-working uh, fighter. He'll always be in my top five goats right there with Demetrius Johnson, uh, Anderson Silva. Salute to Anderson Silva. Great job. You deserved it. It should have been a long time ago. Now that you mention it, Brock Brown, you know, about this Poirier. So Poirier and Gaethje. I think Gaethje, you know, deserves another title shot. If Poirier beats Gaethje, then yeah. If he wants to keep fighting, yeah, sure. Give these uh, guys that have been there a little bit longer another chance. But these guys in the top five and ten, in 15, they all deserve a fucking shot too, but they gotta go through what Gaethje's went through and Poirier. Uh, Dustin Poirier's gone, gone through, you know what I mean? They fought all fucking killers, you know what I mean? Fazeev, go look at Fazeev's last four or five fights. I tried to explain this to people. And go back and look at Gaethje's last four or five fights. Everyone's like, well, 
Oliveira, you know, did what he did to him really easily. And I'm like, well, you know, um, some people are just in the zone. You know what I mean? Gaethje fought smart. When he fought Ferguson, he fought smart. No one did that to Ferguson prior to that fight. Nobody. Nobody. Yes, he was in bloody wars, Ferguson, but he always came out of it on top. And um, Ferguson, I always said this, even about Usman, he should have took a year off and then come back and fight. But he did what he wanted to do, his ego. I would have probably done the same thing. I have an ego. Us men, we all have fucking egos, you know? Ego and pride and all that stuff, good stuff. It is good stuff. Pride is a good thing, and you should be proud, and you should be confident in yourself. And uh, Usman, you did a good job in there. I don't think you won the fight. I really don't. Um, but Leon, great job. Usman, you have nothing to be afraid of. Uh, Gaethje, I, I think, deserve. You know, I think he should fight Poirier. Uh, Poirier. And uh, Dariush uh, has been... He's like the Leon Edwards of the... Uh, of this division, you know, uh, you know, he gets no respect. What's he have nine wins straight? He still hasn't fought for a fucking title. You know, I think Darius is gonna be the next champ, but I'd like to see Gaethje get a shot at the belt. You know what I mean? One more chance, like Poirier, uh, Dustin Poirier uh, had, and countless other fucking fighters had uh, so more than one chance at a fucking belt. Gaethje deserves it. He did America proud tonight. Gaethje, you're a savage. You show. There's plenty of us savages out here in America. I know the weak Americans make us look weak, but that's the, there's very few weak people in America. Trust me, there's plenty of savages here in America. I fucking love America. I'm so grateful I was born here, raised in the 6170 area code, Southwest Quincy, Boston, fucking Massachusetts, Massachusetts. All right? Northeast beast, motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, that's a great question, Brock Brown. Thank you, uh, thank you for your uh, for your question, pal. And uh, subscribe and like and join, brother. And uh, you can see me on me and Pulse and Kiwi and Jay. Uh, a lot of a lot of people uh, coming Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. I'll be doing this for the next 20 years, brother. And uh, I'm just learning tech over the past couple of years, so bear with me, you know, here and there. But uh, I will get it. We'll get it uh, perfect and uh, just constant elevation. I'm going to leave you guys with a track real quick. And here we go, people. I got I to gotta, uh, gotta end this. I can't. I don't want to go over an hour tonight. I, I'm not even supposed to be doing this tonight. I hope that answered your question, Brock Brown, brother. DRI crossover album. Go get this, people. This is in the fucking mid-80s. Thrash, speed metal, hardcore rap, horrorcore rap, hard metal, hard rock. It was a great night, people.